doesn't know mike bliss he doesn't know literally any pop culture reference zero zero does minnesota have pop culture only no. in the summer no. <laughs> hey what's up everybody welcome to the sizzle reel podcast episode number 17 17 17 lucky 17 it's very lucky that's your number number. that's that's your number right yeah it's my number it's other people's numbers too it was chris's number because he grew up playing little league baseball as number 17 am i right am i wrong that's that's basically right so i really like the number 71 but that's not a baseball number so i had that one year and everyone made fun of me because it's not a baseball number so what does that mean it's not a baseball number. like baseball players don't ever wear that number it never goes that high so people were clowning on me so i was like all right i'll be 17 <laughs> oh my god this is this is deep and, and then i then i stuck with 17 playing lacrosse in high school and you that's just a, been my number you got affected by it yeah it hurt don't me. let them get deep, to you bro go back to 71 Nah, it's too high for me now. All right. Well, I, you gotta you gotta do what you gotta do. Chris, you is it true that you were the like you went Little League World Series, right? No. That's not true? No, I went, I won a state championship. Oh, see, that's close enough to me. I don't know why they didn't let you go to the World Series though. Yeah, yeah, what, what's I was only on that team as a pinch runner. Like I, I <laughs> I'm not even kidding. <laughs> they like, were like, that motherfucker, he can run. Put that, him on the team. hundred percent in the state tournament, like I didn't bat once. I think I had uh, like two two innings that I was actually on the field. But whenever Yo. whenever a slow person got a hit and was on base, they they put me in so that I could run the bases. So they so not only did you not know how to really play baseball, but you also wore the wrong fucking number. <laughs> so dude, they were I, like, "Who is this guy? All he does is show up to practice and run, dude." And I, he wears a wrong number. I didn't fit into baseball culture at all. No, I, then I started playing lacrosse and everyone was chill. And that was your culture? And, yeah. I don't know. Maybe in the South, that's in your the culture. South, yeah. yeah. In the North, yeah. they're all like prep school re- uh, losers. <laughs> prep school losers. I wasn't about to slip into that. That wasn't happening. Chris, I have a very important question for you. This is something you told me last week that I just learned. We all know, if you've been listening to the podcast, you know Chris used to work in news, right? Yeah. Chris facts. used to work as a news photographer, news editor, all yeah. going all around Florida, covering all the crazy Florida people, all the hurricanes. He even used to, uh, what you, you just used to fly a news helicopter or something like that, you said, or you bought footage from people who flew a news helicopter. Oh yeah, the stringers. The stringers. It, I think it was a plane, technically a small plane. Small plane. So he used to be up in a small plane shooting stuff. No, and, I was never in the plane. Well, you did something. I Look, flew a drone. Here's what I learned last week: is that if you're a news photographer in Florida. Oh, you, you get free Disneyland tickets. Yeah, no, Disney World. Disneyland is in oh, California. Bro. That wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> that wouldn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, no, they they. Once a year, you could get uh, a pass for two people to go a, a day pass to spend in the park. And you can, it's a park hopper. You can go to all five parks. And it was great. Got to go for free. That was your big take. That's like the biggest benefit of working as a news photographer. It was awesome. Well, when I was a news editor, I didn't qualify for it when I was just a lowly That's editor. Disrespect. Yeah. That is fucking disrespect, bro. Yeah. Because we can make their footage look like trash. Well, yeah. We can. The footage is usually trash to begin with. Wow. Damn. That's some hate right there. Yeah, I mean, it's news, though. Is is that a common thing you think across news? Like no matter wh- where you are, you get some sort of state benefit or like, I don't know if you're in New York, like they're like, yeah, you get to go for free to the 
Statue of Liberty or something. I bet every, pretty much any state that has something worth seeing, I'm sure there's some sort of press or media, you know, a little, little, little backdoor action. Yeah. I just think it's funny that they're like literally everybody who's involved in news, except for editors in the state gets to go for free. It wasn't everybody. It was just reporters and producers and photographers so pretty much everybody <laughs> pretty but much everybody. I mean, if you were in graphics, you probably couldn't go. Did you like, ever have to go to Disneyland World, whatever, on a shoot, like to actually cover stuff? No, no, never had to do that. Lucky. And also, they probably like Disney's pretty protective. They probably wouldn't let you on the property if it's if it's a negative press. Like even their airspace, I think, is heavily protected above Disney. Like you can't fly over Disney. I'm sure some people can, but a random news helicopter. I don't know if they're allowed. If you to. don't have the Mickey Mouse decal, they won't let you fly. They'll be like, divert your course. You got to get that annual pass holder sticker for your helicopter. Wow. Yeah. You'll get pulled over by the Disney police. The, uh, I don't know, the Aristocats or whoever flies. In the <laughs> fucking, I don't, I don't know what Disney cartoon flies. Chippendale. Chippendale. Dumbo. The Dumb, no, it's Dumbo flapping around. Dumbo's just flapping <laughs> yeah. up there, pulling people over. Chris, dude, let's talk, right? I'm, right? This is something I'm very proud of. Okay. We were doing this. I think we called it the unnamed basketball show or the unnamed sports show. Oh yeah. It finally premiered. It finally premiered on the Game Day Instagram channel or YouTube channel or something like that. Yeah. This is the first ever show that we've really like started from the bottom and like written and made. Yeah. Well, I mean, when it started, it felt like we were going to have a lot of creative control and really conceptualize everything. But a lot of that power got taken away. It just it just shifted. It, It did shift. And like there were a bunch of rewrites and ultimately it. I like the product. I think, I think the product it looks, good. looks fucking sick, dude. But it's not like what we went out to do. Like Look, it's not the story that we wanted to tell. But it's, also, it's it's the pilot. It's always hard to tell those stories though, because like, you know, basically the way that the thing went is we had to work pretty much strictly with like still images and little small video clips because we weren't allowed to use uh, like long clips in terms because of copyright issues and stuff right so we had to use like small things that we had licenses to yeah every and, clip had to be under five seconds right and and we also had to use a lot of still images that we had in the library so what, what are you going to do when you're when you're working with only still images and voiceover there's only so much you can do to make it interesting i think for for what it's worth like we made like a product that was what like four minutes or something like that four and a half minutes and they're pretty good you know i don't think good. i actually saw the final version Oh man, well, you know what? Log on to the Game Days YouTube okay. channel, check it out. You know, leave some good comments. Let's get this baby picked up. I want to do 15 more of these. <laughs> I love it. That that's smart though. That's a little uh little for guerrilla marketing kind of. Yeah. Wait, the uh the the video, the episode was the show's called Versus, right? And so you compare one athlete to another. That's kind of the whole thing. And uh, in this episode, the pilot episode, we compared Shaq, 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 Shrek. <laughs> we compared Shrek and Donkey. We compared Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal, and Giannis on to Takumpo. Yeah. Who's the best one? Who do you think? Shaq. That's how I feel too, man. But I think, I mean, whatever. I feel Giannis is actually better, but Shaq is like more of a legend. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, Giannis is probably the better overall, like all around player, but Shaq has medals like you know he has trophies yeah. he, he yeah that's true i mean this see this is the comment this is what we want people to do in the comment section we need them to argue we're trying to drum up some argumentative things we want people to really get get heated get going you know i think i mean it's it's an interesting comparison like that is not who i would have expected i don't think people for the record i don't think people are gonna get heated in the comments because it's not the kind of names that make people get heated 
I think like if you did like Kobe, Kobe would get people talking immediately. Like, I don't know who you compare him to, but Kobe would get people talking immediately. Like, I feel like for a pilot episode, you need it to like really engage people. I just don't think Shaq and Giannis does the trick. But who knows? Maybe right now in the game day's comment section, it is going absolutely bananas. And I just am not aware. I don't know. Yeah, I, th- I think that you're right. That's not something that people are going to get like they're not going to pick sides that way. Like they'll probably yeah. feel, oh, well, Shaq, Shaq proved it. But Giannis is really, you know, it, we're only seven years into his career. So it's kind of it's a tough comparison to make because mm-hmm. I mean, Giannis could be playing for another 10 years. Yeah. I mean, what if like Giannis wins the championship this year? Then it kind of do we, we feel like we touch on this every time. Everything we make is so ephemeral. None of it like. Has a, has a shelf life. That's good, though, because that means that more stuff is going to keep coming in. From a business sense, I agree. I think it's fucking dope. And also, it's cool because if you fuck something up, it doesn't really matter because like it, it, people are just going to forget about it. But like it, it's it's not like, you know, if you like botch a film and then it's forever like remembered as like a, the botched film or whatever. But I don't know. I think that it's it's good that shit is so ephemeral because it keeps the business afloat. Yeah, I, I like things getting pushed to the bottom of my feet. We are our, our business I need new stuff constantly. Yeah, our, our business floats on ephemeral ephemeral garbage. No offense, clients. <laughs> Sorry, all offense, clients. I mean, look, whatever. You guys know what you're getting. It's ephemeral on. art. It's ephemeral art. I come to it's work in garbage. a fucking t-shirt. It's an art plate. It's, you know, it's an art plate. It's not a garbage plate. Not a garbage this plate. is an art plate. All right, Leo. Enough. Enough of this banter. We have uh, a very, a very eager gentleman sitting over here. He's dressed like a mime today. And um, he's wearing a, or he looks like he just got out of prison or something. It's a black and white striped shirt. He said, it's a podcast. I can wear whatever I want. Nah, he's not going to escape it. Mike Bliss. He's looks, he's so pissed at me now. Mike Bliss. Is this welcome, where I start talking or, this is or what? Welcome to the pod, can, man. Can I just say that um, <laughs> I, out of those uh, names, Shaq and what's Giannis, Giannis. What's his last name? Antetokounmpo. Uh, how did you mess up Shaq out I of those two? <laughs> I called him Shrek, bro. I was because uh, I was about to say Shaq, and then I said I was like in my head, I was like I should say Shaquille O'Neal. I would understand messing up the other guy's name, but but Shaq. Does Shaq I mean, not kind of look like Shrek though? In his later years, he kind of got a Shrek ability. He got a Shrek ability going on. Maybe, maybe, you know? maybe. Mike Bliss, you man, can save it. We are so happy to have you on the show. Mike Bliss is out here. He's a what? Do you, I don't know. What'd you call yourself? More of a photographer, but he helps on the edit sometimes. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I do both both photo and video. I kind of like both equally. Somehow. Mm, I don't know about that. You sure about that? Really? I don't think anyone likes them both equally. Eh, well, I, it's just different for me because like most of my work is video, but then like if I'm out shooting, oftentimes I'll just do photo. Yeah. So it's just kind of different things. Do you like shooting or editing more? Mm, when it's like a passion project, I like shooting. But if it's client work, I like editing because you can always fix things or or at least like it's under your control. Like the, the stuff is set out in front of you and it's, there's always time to, you know, maneuver it or it's not your fault. If there's something crazy that happens or if you're shooting, you can really mess things up. Yeah. Like, like not shooting an entire shoot, like like, like, (laughs) like missing an entire segment. Accidentally wiping the card. Oh yeah. (laughs) That's happened. That happened on project. I I like shooting, but it's just more stressful. I feel like editing is a bit more chill because maybe not chill, but like, you know, if something like that happens, you can be like, well, they didn't give me 
that footage or whatever. It's not, right. it, it, it doesn't come back on you. We're like shooting. There's a lot more things I think that can happen that, uh, you know, could be bad. But. I think I, that's literally actually my entire mindset. When people ask if, you, if I prefer shooting or editing, I'm like, I like <laughs> editing. And they're like, oh, really? Like, yeah, I but just, I, I actually like shooting, but for the client, client stuff, work. that's yep. what I'm saying. It's like, I, I almost find editing easier. Totally. And that, I yeah, mean, when, when I, when I, my like caveat, when I hear that question is always like, for, for client work for money right i prefer to edit 100 percent. like i don't want to be on set i don't want to be like shooting anything i would prefer to be in a controlled environment of the edit where the only way you could really <laughs> really mess it up beyond all repairs if you delete the footage you know yeah and like yeah who cares sometimes you have to delete the footage sometimes the project <laughs> calls for it sometimes, sometimes it's a creative decision to delete all yeah, the footage you can you sometimes you tell the client look we just need to move on and redo this. Yeah, sometimes Delete. the footage isn't worth saving. That's true, man. Mike Bliss, you Harsh. are out here. Especially Mike Bliss's footage. Oh, Ooh, no. I'm Mike, kidding. I'm kidding. Mike Bliss's you know, footage. That, 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 that's why I said editing, you know, because you don't like my footage, Chris. It's fine. I understand. And Mike Bliss travels far and wide to get his footage, right? You're more of like a travel guy. That's your whole thing. Yeah, I mean, trying to. Not anymore. Yeah. Not with the Cove. Yeah, the COVID I mean, really bamboozled you. I mean, even with that, I I did a lot of driving this year to get to places. So anywhere in the northeast or like down south that I could get to, I just I just drove there for the Damn. most part. Yeah, that's crazy. I didn't know that you had a driver's license. I do. I didn't yeah. know you were sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Bliss kind of is like he's looking young. He's like a young lad. You know, yeah. I thought Mike Bliss came here straight from after school. That's why we scheduled this podcast <laughs> later. <laughs> We were like, let's not do this during wow, the day. Wow. No, Mike, Mike Straight Bliss. Class. This is a crazy story, man. Okay. So you have one of the most interesting stories about moving to New York that I have like heard from anyone I, I really talked to like in this industry. Is that like real or just because I'm on the podcast? I'm being serious, man. It's it's pretty crazy because like, like my personal story about moving to New York is is a weird one. In a nutshell, I like faked my address on my resume because I figured if they see that I live in Portland, they're not even going to look at my resume. So I just picked an address off Zillow, it said Brooklyn. And then I waited to get a job and then I flew here. Oh, but like, when you were emailing? Yeah. Yeah. I just pretended ah, that I lived in New York. You and just then, picked a random address here. Yeah. I went on Zillow, found a Brooklyn address, wow. put it on my resume. That's and then, a hack. And then when they hit me up, they were like, can you come in? And I said, I'm booked this week, but I can come in next week. <laughs> really? Yeah. I didn't I, know that. Yeah, yeah. I said, I'll come in next week. Dude, that's crazy. And then they were like, okay, cool. Sounds good. And then I got off the phone and booked a plane ticket. I called my friend Hunter who lived in Bed-Stuy. I was like, yo, can I crash in the basement for a week? I came here, worked. And then I basically asked if they needed any help the next couple months and if they could guarantee spots. And they said, yeah. And then I was like, all right, cool. And then I moved here. And so <laughs> that's crazy. who was the client? Whistle Sports, baby. Oh, that's right. The whistle, the whistle. I don't know. Like, I don't, NDAs have an expiration date, right? I don't know. Whatever. Hopefully <laughs> no one hears this. Just it was cool. Out. It was cool. I mean, look, I, I, I did a lot of great stuff for them and they're a fun company. So I, I like them. They have some branding problems. I still don't know what to call them. I don't know if they're the whistle, whistle sports, team whistle, but they try their best. Mike Bliss, though, you came from Minnesota. Yeah. Mike Bliss came as part of a, uh, like Shout an out. internship almost, right? With an influencer. Uh, yeah, we could call it that, nah. I guess. <laughs> what happened? How, did, how did it go? It was, it was with our buddy Dan. 
We yeah. also this is probably a good time to say we got producer Germ over here on the mic too. Producer yeah, I was gonna Germ, say, say when, when, when are you going to introduce Germ over here? <laughs> no, I'm enjoying this story. I didn't know this how you moved here, and I'm curious to hear your story. Yeah, producer Germ yeah. is busy running the levels on yeah, this. I'm, shit. Ta- I'm taking notes right now. Yeah, make sure. I actually feel like uh, Germ has the best job, just sitting there and enjoying the whole thing, and doesn't have to even say anything if he doesn't want to. I got my arms can, back. Just you can listen. produce the next podcast if you want. I would love that. I, I don't want to talk anymore. Okay. Well, hold <laughs> well, next next episode you can next episode you cannot be on it. How about that? Cool, cool. <laughs> Wait, so tell tell me what happened. We our, our buddy Dan, he's a soccer guy. Yeah, so Dan and I knew each other through freestyle soccer. Um but before I moved here, I only had met him one time in person, I think. Um but like we knew each other just from like online, the community stuff like that. And basically the timing just worked out so like when I was graduating from school, um he needed someone to start filming videos because he wanted to like just grow his Instagram, do more videos, stuff like that. Um, and when you say school, you're talking elementary, right? Elementary school. <laughs> yeah. I, I moved here straight from elementary school. Yeah. Dude, you, you got out early, bro. School of hard knocks. Do, do, do those uh, jokes still work on podcasts when people can't actually see? Yeah. Okay. 100%. Cool. They'll just imagine how young I would look. They're, yeah, exactly. They're just going to be like, man, they're talking to a baby over there. Yeah. A little mime baby. Well, mine, baby. That's actually amazing that I came in to talk about wearing this today. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I can't believe that you know. <laughs> wow. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. My bad. I'm sorry. Keep, keep, keep on, keep on. No, it's all good. Um, well, I, uh, where did I get to? You got to the part where you moved here or Dan said, uh, you came here oh, right yeah. out of college. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right college. Um, so basically Dan needed someone to make videos cause he wanted to start making more of those and like grow his Instagram and everything. And I wanted to move here. Um, but I, like I really didn't have anything lined up in terms of work or anything else. So basically what we worked out is like, if I come here and film videos for him every day, um, we, he'd make sure that I had enough money to like, you know, basically just, just live, like have a place to stay food, stuff like that. Um, and so I moved here based on that. And then we just filmed videos like every single day for three months over the summer. It's bonkers. And uh, yeah, it was like every single day. And also, I don't know how to describe the videos we made to people it's, listening, it's, but it's... It's, uh, it's like it's like prank video. I don't know. Like, what are a couple that you guys filmed? It's Yeah, it's basically just like prank videos mixed with uh, soccer. <laughs> um, but I mean... Some, well, one of them involved him jumping into the uh, the Chicago River. That's actually the one I was just about to bring up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cause, what, cause that, what was the story behind that one? I, I mean, story is a bit of a strong word, but... <laughs> <laughs> The uh, actually people would ask him like if he how he got the ideas or script them out. But literally the way we would do it is we just be hanging out and then him or I would just think of something really dumb and then he would do it. (laughs) Um, But but on that one, we were like we were actually he had a deal with uh, Puma, I think. So we were in Chicago already, you know, going to a game and doing stuff. And then afterwards, it was like the last day before going to the airport, we were walking around and then he just got the idea. He's like, what if I just like uh, get a stranger to agree to take the ball, throw it in the river, and then I'll jump in and get it. And and uh, I don't know, like most of the time he'll tell me these ideas and I'll just be like, okay, I mean, sure. Like if you want to, if you want to do that, then I'll, I'll film it. But uh, I don't know, like it, there, there's a lot of times like that where he'll come up with these crazy things and I'll just be like, okay, um, yeah, cool. Let, let, let's do it. Have you, then, ever, have you ever told him not to do something? You're like, dude, no, I can't. I, in good faith, I cannot film this. No, uh, because I feel like for the most part, he uh, like respects, like he doesn't do anything that puts 
people in harm true, or like if he thinks he's actually going to hurt himself or something it's it's like mostly stuff that is good fun it's just going to be like extremely embarrassing or something like that one of my which, favorite you know, ones was the uh sneaking onto the bryant park ice rink the skating rink oh Remember that was that? before i got here yeah oh shit yeah. yeah so they snuck onto the uh the skating rink at bryant park because you know you can just jump the jump the barrier yeah so he jumped the barrier and he just ran <laughs> onto it like dressed in like yeezys or something and he had the soccer ball and he put the soccer ball down and nutmegged the uh security person <laughs> on the skates yeah. and then they no. were like get out of here and they chased him out the thing he he ran and uh they like someone stopped to block the door and he like went out this he like barely got out this door and just bolted down the fucking uh down the street or something i was like this is the craziest thing. That's a risk, man. That's a risk, you know? And that is why I prefer to fucking edit because I don't have to <laughs> put myself in those situations. You know what I'm saying? You were out here in those situations all the yeah, time. Yeah, but but if there is stuff like that, I normally just pretended like I was an innocent bystander because we filmed everything on the phone. Yeah. So yeah, you, were, you were like, I don't know this guy. I'm just, I'm just filming out here. Yeah. Oftentimes I would just pretend like I was just filming because I thought it was crazy what was happening or whatever. And what? then he, he would run and I just kind of chill. What I would so. hate is the Times Square commutes. I feel like they were all Times Square commutes. Oh yeah, that definitely. I was definitely glad when when we stopped uh, doing that. It was I, like spending legit like every every day up there in Midtown, you know? Because I guess that's the most scenic thing that says New York. You oh, know? you just do like freestyle in Times Square. Yeah, I think it just visually did the best for. He would just plan the pranks to do them there or somewhere that people might know or something. The first video that I think of of his, which I think you filmed, is when I think it's in Bryant Park where he kicks the ball against a building yeah, a reflective yeah, building yeah. and then like catches it and kicks it again like three or four times in a row it was like really impressive yeah but yeah. also striking because like you wouldn't expect someone to kick a soccer ball yeah. against this building it yeah was that, crazy. That, that was the first one that actually kind of blew up and and then after that i think it kind of stemmed everything else he's like oh i should do this more now or but whatever i feel like that takes so much dedication people don't even understand because people think like oh yeah you just made a video no you don't just make a video you made like uh, hundreds of yeah. fucking videos yeah. we, we were you out there to- every single day for three months and a, a lot of them you know didn't even work or whatever so people yeah. were like oh you film a video and then every single one gets like two million views but no. it's actually like th- that's not true how many of know? them don't even get posted you know what i'm saying yeah and how or, many of them take multiple attempts like you know oh yeah for sure some of the some of the, sometimes it took a lot of attempts or like random things would go wrong and it was you know yeah or also just coming up with the ideas it sounds kind of dumb because it's like oh these are all you know prank videos or whatever but like we would go in and then he'd have to just come up with the ideas on, you know, when we're there. Yeah. And I was always kind of impressed that he came up with any ideas to get, like we come back with like four videos mm-hmm. that he just came up with on the spot, on the spot. Cause you just you be know? like, cool, we're going to head out and we'll see what happens. You know, yeah. see what we run into. Cause I was like, I, I'm just coming along and whatever he wants me to film, I just filmed. That was kind of the, the thing, you know, was that, so, would you, was that like your, would you say that was like your first gig? <clears throat> Not um, even first gig in New York, just like first like real so gig. So I I had one paying gig before that. What was that? Um, shooting at a music festival. Oh, tight. Um, for this guy uh, Bugus is his is his name. Okay, it's great um, great name. Yeah, yeah. Bugus. Bugus. Yeah. I'm name my firstborn Bugus. Yeah. Bugus. <laughs> Doesn't matter if it's a girl or a boy. It's Bugus, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Bugus. Yeah. So actually, yeah, that was. I think that was pretty much the only thing I had done before moving here that was like a paid thing. That's so. wild. How much that did is, you get paid? Uh, two hundred bucks. 
for the boobies Re- really, the really boobies thing? raking in the cash yeah, yeah. damn and what yeah. was it like a full day of shooting or um no edit? it was it, i basically he had one set um that was like like a five minute set so i was there filming it and then uh i gave him i think a couple different versions of the edit for instagram and different stuff did you ever hear the so. story about uh how he didn't have a place to live for a second and no. then he, oh, oh this is hell. true because I actually I actually lives uh, in your in your home office on the floor. <laughs> he lived in my home office on the floor for a week, but before that, he, uh, he oh sh- the, the the bigger story the bigger story yeah yeah he shared a room he shared he shared a room with Dan for a week that was about the size of this rug. We're on like a what I don't know like a eleven by by six yeah rug, eleven by seven. Wait, rug. Dan got hits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, b- basically after so I had a three month. Uh, sublet over the summer when we were filming all that and then once that came up Dan and I decided that we would just get an apartment together because he also had a different roommate that was just a random person I remember this I remember this yeah Yeah. so we were looking for one but we hadn't found one yet Um, so I can't remember the order of everything but I I did stay with Alexi for a little uh, I stayed with Dan and then I also like traveled a little because we hadn't found somewhere yet and I was like well let me just go on this trip for a week because I don't have anywhere to live anyway. He was he was um, bouncing around. He's doing that early twenties thing, that real thing that you know, like in my early twenties, I fucking drove all over this goddamn country. I loved that shit. That was mad fun. Yeah. And then I got sick of it. I was like, I just want to build a business. That's what I want to do. You know what I mean? I yeah. No. Chris spent his early twenties uh, in a frat, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you were- I spent my early twenties in Jacksonville, not being stagnant, <laughs> just. You know what? Doing Fl- Florida living. Yeah. That exactly. Florida life, baby. That beach Yo, life. Not just Florida. Jacksonville. 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 Duval. Duval. <laughs> I, I was managing a couple frozen yogurt shops. Really? Yeah. Damn, that's the life. I didn't know you managed a frozen yogurt shop. Yeah, Yobi. I remember you worked there. I don't know you managed it, bro. Yeah, that's man. a come up. Yeah. I mean, it was actually pretty legit for like being 21. You were you? But, did you get discounts? Did you? You didn't get Disneyland passes, right? No, I didn't get no, Disneyland that passes. Was, that was, <laughs> no, I got all the free yogurt I wanted. That's pretty tight. That was great. I would, dude. I would. There's nothing I wouldn't give for free yogurt. Like right now, even I would do a gig just free free yogurt. We'll make you a sizzle reel if you get us free yogurt. Really? That's what I would say. Yeah, I will keep that in mind. There's Let, some there's some Froyo spots here in Bushwick. You yeah, should, uh, maybe we'll the doorbell. Do some guerrilla marketing. Yeah. Sixteen handles, I believe. There's you know one what? called Sixteen Handles. Mm. Might not be That's a good here, name, but great name. Great name. But you know, would be a better name. Yeah. Seventeen handles. Seventeen handles. Seventy-one handles. Don't let him do you like that, <laughs> Mike Bliss, man. What's your like craziest? I know that. Damn, it's hard to one up the the Dan stuff, huh? But I was gonna say what's the craziest gig you've done, but that's probably that's probably it. Is like hmm. soccer pranks. I mean, <laughs> that's a crazy one, right? In ter- yeah, crazy. in terms of like stuff I've I've had to film. Probably some of those. I mean, we even filmed fake fights on the subway and, and everything. So <laughs> I, I, I don't think I filmed anything crazier than that for other clients. Like, yeah. you know. Clients. That's, that's clients crazy. That's crazy. As that, a word. That's crazy that Dan is a client, right? Well, I, I said as other clients. I don't know. Yeah. No, yeah. I think I think it applies. I think it applies, man. Um, look, let's uh, let's take, let's take a quick break, and then we're gonna we're gonna come back, and maybe we'll get into uh, we're gonna play a little game with Mike Bliss. We're gonna. I think Chris and I should race, considering how uh, the baseball story. Oh okay. yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? The, during the you, break, they're gonna race, and we're gonna oh, see who no. gets, we're gonna see who gets back first. I'm wearing knee braces, bro. <laughs> oh shit! Well, luckily, if Chris falls down, he'll have something to catch him. All right, guys, we'll be right back. 
right, guys. By now, you should be familiar with our favorite sponsor. Smells like. Smells like BK. It's a Brooklyn-based candle company. You know, they actually just came out with a few new scents as well, I believe. They got some new scents. They always have new scents coming because everything's a limited edition. Dude, you know? that's so cool. Yes. I, I love when products do stuff like that where, like, it's actually a craft with limited runs and you know, exclusivity. It's one of one, you know? If you try to order, like, the Smells Like Teen Spirit candle this time next year, good luck getting it. You're probably not going to get it. It's probably gone unless, like... Dude, it's rare. You got to check StockX. Yeah, you got to check StockX. It's going to get flipped. Right now, we're burning a Justice in Peace candle, and that one smells great, man. It's uh, I can't really tell you what the notes are because I'm not that educated, but I am quite <laughs> elevated. And you will be, too, after you get the Smells Like candles. Well, you, you got to put in the, uh, promo, the promo code. code. Yeah, that's right. Sizzle? I believe it's just Sizzle, and it gets you 20% off, which is like a hell of a discount. That is a deal. Honestly, like, we sacrificed for you to get that sort of deal. You don't know what the negotiations were like we're to get that deal. We're paying out our own pockets. We are, man. We're losing money on this spot. <laughs> but hopefully you guys like these candles. Hell yeah. All right, guys. Welcome back. During the break, Mike and Chris went, had a little race, and Mike's back. He's right here. Let's just say I'm back, and uh, Chris is yet to be seen. I have no idea where he yeah. is. Did you did you like lose him along the way? I, lo- he, I lost him a couple minutes. Did in, he yeah. fall down on his knee pads and stuff? You know, I'm not sure. I, I hope not, but uh, <laughs> oh. maybe. Oh, oh shit, he's back. Oh, <laughs> Chris, welcome. Yeah. He's What's the, up, man? He's, oh, God. He's not looking too good. Someone get Chris a paper bag to cover his face. <laughs> Back, man. Oh, no, was it? man. You it was bad. You lost the you lost to Mike Bliss? I lost, and then I, I mean, got hit by a car. He's got you by like oh, he's damn. got you by like 15 years. Dude, I thought you were a pinch runner. I was, and then I turned 30. <laughs> yeah, he's got you by like 15 years. Like Mike Mike Bliss, we gotta remind you guys, Mike Bliss, he just turned what? 12. 12. No, no, like, no, uh 16 because of the driver's license thing. Oh, yeah. the driver's license thing. Yeah, yeah. good, good. Yeah, good cash. Mike Mike Bliss is out here, man. Guys, we uh we lost producer germ. I will say that he took off. He did a lot of good work. He, we actually, you know, didn't need him anymore. He bounced. And now this podcast is flying on its own. It's uh, autopilot. So if the levels are all over the place, it's producer germs fault. Exactly. Not mine, not Chris's. Definitely not mine. Definitely not Bliss's. Oh, Oh, snap. You know, this is one thing I'm surprised we didn't get into in the first half is, uh, Mike Bliss's nickname. We call him mm. the time fly because mm-hmm. buzz, 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 because time flies when you're having fun. Mike Bliss is always having fun. Yeah, we're having a exactly. great time on this great time. Is, is that actually like, how did this come about? I actually don't remember. What time fly? The, the name. I yeah. started saying it, I think. Okay. Just caught on. I mean, that makes sense. <laughs> I call Yeah. My, and I, I thought that was a grand story. Though, it's crazy because we got the time fly. We're kind of like a, we're like the, the bug squad. We got the time yeah. fly. Me, I'm the swamp bug. And Chris, we all know is the keto mosquito. That's, that, that's facts. That's as, of, as of a week or two ago. That's canon. Keto mosquito. Chris has started doing keto. I right? haven't. Was though. it keto 21 is what you said, right? What? 2021 keto diet. Yeah, no. I think I did hear I'm, you say that. I'm oh, pretty sure. Did yeah. I say that? Uh, oh man, how has it been? Uh, I've had a well, lot of clearly bread. based on the run. It's not working. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he's like, he's like, I stood up and I got dizzy. <laughs> this keto shit is not working out. <laughs> My blood sugar's all over the place. No, nah, look, okay, let's 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 really let's really dig into this workflow shit, man. Because I had a question for you, Mike Bliss. That I literally, if you go back and listen to the first half, every time I I start to ask a question, you'll hear me like racking my brain trying to find what I wanted to ask you and I finally figured it out. Mm-hmm. During this Christmas season, this holiday season, we had a gig 
we were doing um, a vi- video series for uh, a company Conca called Cap. Yeah, oh. a company called Make and Rally, an agency called Make and Rally. But it was uh, it was for Concacaf Champions League. Yeah, Concacaf Champions League, and they were doing like a soccer tournament. It was in Orlando, but we had to kind of turn stuff around pretty quick, like sometimes overnight or the next morning, you know. And Mike Bliss, you happened to be in Ireland visiting mm-hmm. family. <laughs> And uh, you did a little remote work where, you know, because the time zones lined up nicely, the games would end, send you the footage. You'd wake up in your morning, edit it. And by the time you were done with your chunk of it, you know, it was morning here. How did you find that remote workflow? And, and generally, how have you found the remote workflow in COVID? Because you have to travel a lot. You know, you your work is a lot of social media stuff. Yeah. No, I mean, that works really well because, I mean, I had time to do it. And then, yeah, as you said, like, I would almost be done with a full work day and get you guys the stuff and it was still 11 a.m or 12 or something here was it but was it any it, it just it just uh i know it was more efficient but were, were there any like hiccups or any flaws in the in the thing in the workflow that you found no i thought it was it was good it was pretty easy to be i mean it was the same as as being here or anywhere else i thought um but i'm also used to remote uh work now because i mean pretty much all of my work right now is remote, except for when I come in here. Do you think we're gonna like forever be remote? It's never, never, it's never coming back. I think it will definitely come back. I don't know how much, you know, compared to before. But what I mean, why? Like, you think that for you just said like everything you're doing right now is remote, and there's no reason for your stuff to ever not be remote. What like? But I, I mean, also before most of my stuff was it's not like that's nec- it's not necessarily because of covid and stuff that my that things are remote for me it, it kind of remote from day one basically mostly i mean sometimes i'd have to go in places but that was kind of the workflow i think the nine to five office places will come back because uh, I, I just feel like that's how they're used to doing things they're not just gonna once they're able to come back i think they're, they're gonna want everyone to come back in yeah, I, th- I think the product suffers some. Like, I mean, you, you don't have the same oversight as yeah. you do when you're in person. Yeah, things, I think it depends on what it is, right? Exactly. So. Things things don't get turned around as quickly. Uh, I mean, when when you're in the room with the producer and they're giving you notes as you're editing, you're obviously going to get something done more quickly than it, it, right, if right. you have to send out a version, spend 10 minutes exporting it, 10 minutes uploading it, then they need to watch it back for 10 minutes yeah. and they need to make their notes. Maybe... This has just got me thinking, like, maybe that's how I should position, you know, this business, right? Like, maybe one of the things that I should kind of sell is the fact that we can do in-house producing, like in-house post-producing. Yeah. So, like, you know, we'll make those decisions. We're not going to need to to go through a crazy, tedious review process. We'll make the decisions we'll in-house. We'll review our own notes. Like, we'll, we'll review- police ourselves. Yeah. yeah. Why not? I'll police myself. <laughs> I don't great. care. <laughs> I feel like all you have to do is just make up a new position that's like the... the you have an in-house producer but that it, does it, is. it or whatever. It's post-producer. And I, like, yeah. so, when, so I just... Today, I, mean, I, I mean, makeup is a, maybe a strong word, but but you just need to have a position that well, does that. T- and then, today, I, I was making the... So for our individual <laughs> reels, how we have the graphics in the top corner, I was making those today. And on mine, on my reel, I decided not to put any uh, editor credits at all. I got zero editor credits. I gave myself all post-producer credits or in the places where it applied, I gave myself creative director credits. But most of the time I was post-producer because I was like, man, 
I don't want to fucking edit these things. I want to like run the post house. You know what yeah. I mean? That's what I want to do. So like, that's what I've been, I've been trying to do to diversify. I've been trying to diversify titles across the board too. Cause I think it looks better for the company. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy how much you can brand yourself doing similar things. And just, if you make a decision that that's how you want to brand yourself, then you can start doing those things. That's what we were just talking yeah. about. Trying to figure out a better way to brand like, an, an editor who who has like a more of a, a a bigger role than just an editor like you know like you can say lead editor which is what i've been leaning towards yeah but it's like after that what is there to say you know you can't like a lead editor uh, is that it you know yeah i feel like editor almost sounds too not involved or something it yeah. sounds like oh yeah it's just the person who like presses the buttons but oftentimes yeah. the editor is you know the one making the whole thing basically producer so. editor is what i would say yeah like and that's why i say post producer because it's like producer makes decisions i don't know whatever i feel like and the thing is in the grand scheme of it post production is or post producer is still like not a really high title it's like a really low title still yeah you know what i mean dang like but then the thing is you can't go too high because it's it's a small business so what am i gonna <laughs> i can't say ceo that's clown shit yeah, yeah. And you know those people who have like CEO in their fucking Twitter bio? Online CEO yeah. and entrepreneur. You're like, you're like, no, you're not. You're not an entrepreneur, bro. You're not a CEO. You know what I mean? Yeah. Real G's move in silence. <laughs> like lasagna. Mm. Right? That's what they say. Yeah. That's the keto mosquito. Over I can't here. have lasagna. Can't have lasagna. It's keto. Mm, yeah. You know? It's too bad. It's not that bad. <laughs> Damn, I got roasted by Mike Bliss. <laughs> he leaves me in the dust and then he Mike, makes fun of my lasagna Mike deficiency. Bliss, Mike Bliss, like you finally caught up. Maybe you could use some lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Mike Bliss. Um, what's So this is the other part of my question that I asked was uh, the travel thing, right? Yeah. Like COVID has fucked up your travel, but you still have been kind of driving places. And before this, you traveled all, all over the place. Right. What's like your, you said for the uh i asked you this for the website i saw your dream gig and you said doing photos for nat geo so obviously you fucks with traveling what's your like the craziest place that you've had you know work take you or not even work like your own work take you yeah i mean not really work because most of the time i'm just you know it's like passion projects that's, just deciding to go craft them um, craft, but, i mean work, but the thing is know. it's like kind of related because i actually do get jobs based on people seeing the work that i make in these exactly. places so I, I actually do consider it you know part of it even though i'm not directly i would say 100 is part of it well did, did yeah. you have something with like bnh recently i mean i've done a lot of things with sort of collaboration stuff um but the only thing i've gotten paid to to directly travel is um like shooting these like cuff jewelry things. I just take them with me everywhere I go and mm. I, I shoot for this one company. Um, but it's, it's plug also- em, Plug them, plug them, who is it? Um, it, it? They're called R-Cuffs. There you go. Yeah. How do you spell that? Um, like O-U-R. Our, oh, it's Our Cuffs. Our Cuffs, yeah. Our Cuffs? Our Cuffs. If I said Our Cuffs, people think I'd say those are, those are ones you can get like engraved and stuff, right? Yeah, it's, like, it's, like, it's like custom ones and, and stuff, yeah, yeah. We should have them start advertising with the uh, Real Podcast. You think so? Come on, guys. We got, hey, Our Cuffs, we got like three listeners. <laughs> last week I'll we go had for a free cuff. Dude, last week we they, had they two. Might go one, for it, you you one cuff. Yeah, <laughs> Chris, like I'll do it for one cuff, one cuff, and then we, later on I'll do another deal to complete my set. <laughs> we could each get cuffs with uh, with our names on it: the Keto Mosquito. <laughs> That'd be so cool. Time Fly, Swamp Bug. <laughs> That'd be pretty good. I'd be into that. You know what I mean? Wait, but so they let you? They give you free cuffs to travel around the world, or they give you actual? Uh, like, well, no. So I, I basically take them with me, and then they. they 
want me to bring them and and shoot photos because they know I travel a lot and then yeah. they pay me for like different photo sets That's from That's pretty them. cool. Yeah, yeah, it, it's good because it's flexible and I can just, you know, kind of let them know like, hey, I'm gonna be here next week. Do you want photos? And most yeah. of the time they're like, yes. And then it's- You it's probably, another- did you, do that, you did that in Ireland when you went to CFAM? Yeah. yeah, that yeah. makes perfect sense. Yeah. Cause then you're just like, literally anywhere you go, you can build it in, you know, you can yeah, just Yeah, it's good. Them. It's kind of just like a, you know, chill thing where, you know, like I can just take them with me. And then if I just dedicate a little bit of time to shooting them, it, it will help out a lot with the trip expenses mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, so. That's pretty tight, man. I wish yeah. I kind of had a gig like that, except I guess I don't go anywhere. So it Same. wouldn't really work for me. Yeah. You know? Photos in the office might be less. Uh, what, if I kept, what if I just started emailing our cuffs and I was like, hey, guys, a uh, friend of Mike's, I'm going to be at. <laughs> oh, shit. I shouldn't give away the address. Whatever. I'm going to be in today. Uh, take some photos if you want. You know what I mean? Chris, you could hit him up. Say, hey, I'm going to be at. Eight Look, at that, my home now you're getting, you're getting way closer to my actual address. <laughs> yeah, Chris, you're finally getting there. Apartment two L. Chris lives at uh, very eight, close. Chris lives <laughs> not eight, quite. Chris lives at eight, everyone. So go pay him a visit. So close. <laughs> so it's dangerously close. It sucks because every time I do this bit, it, I have to go back and edit in the beeps, and now like, I make more work for myself. So that that part is not. That's nah, cool. cool. Hopefully, you know. I'm moving in a couple weeks. We'll see. Yeah, uh, Chris, I'm not telling you my new address. Uh, I'll find it out. God, I think you need to know it for tax. Uh, I do. I actually probably do. Chris, uh, you're moving. Hopefully, where? What's why? What's the reasoning there? Uh, you're moving on up. Hopefully. Well, I mean, things are a little bit cheaper because because of the cove and, uh, you know, if we can upgrade our living space and and pay the same price we're paying now, why not? Let's do it. Save a little bit of money. Is it true? Because there have been rumors that you said, you know what? I just need to find a place that's closer to the office. I got to get in, get more work in. A part that's part of it like wow. I, damn I, okay i was just guessing no no i, I want to be close to the office because right now i walk to work like 30 or 35 minutes each way and uphill it's, both ways and uphill snow. At, wow i mean some that's actually true sometimes <laughs> sometimes true. it snows and there's different streets that have hills i could walk uphill both ways if i tried that's actually fucking facts that's, that's hilarious it's 100 percent true man uh but yeah no I, I i like the idea of like a 10 minute walk to work that sounds great but also i might end up in the same area just in a slightly bigger apartment maybe a two-bedroom because right now i live with my girlfriend in a one-bedroom it's two not, cats one dog two cats one dog it's a oh, farm wow. it's a farm in there it's uh it's pretty cramped it's pretty cramped and we need it's to not upgrade. even a farm really because a farm's productive you can get eggs you can't get eggs from a cat no you can get eggs from my fridge <laughs> you can get eggs from your fridge your cat can get eggs from your fridge but you can't get eggs from your cat Dude, speaking of my cat let me tell you i think we yeah. we left off last episode where i was gonna hire him that's right. That's right. Yes. So I could get a twelve thousand dollar tax credit. Yeah, he doesn't do shit. He sucks. He's that cat awful. Sucks. Chris was gonna hire his cat. His cat's name is Shoelace. Yeah, I was just say I want to hear the story. Well, we just decided like, how can Chris? Because because you know taxes, they're they're a problem. Yeah. So you got to figure out the way to play the game. Like, yeah, deduct, like, deduct the cat. You know how much exactly deduct the cat. The cat but is a business expense. You it, can't work without it. See, you're way ahead That's of the smart. game, bro. So smart. We're talking to the new Jeff Bezos on this podcast today. <laughs> no, he's gonna hire the cat. Twelve. Sure I want that title. Twelve thousand dollar tax write off. Reinvest in the cat. <laughs> Reinvest in the cat. That way, you're never paying taxes. The cat right? is the you, tax. You put yeah, all your money back in no, the that's cat. That's true, though. If you put the cat to work, if you teach the cat to edit. Yeah. <laughs> Give a cat a video. It'll edit for one day. Teach a cat Te- to teach edit. Teach the cat to edit, and you can write it off on your taxes for a lifetime. <laughs> nah, I mean, I'm I I I am fucking with that. You know what I mean? I don't know. I'm interested to see how the taxes are going to be this year. 
I'm uh, I'm not very excited for it. Uh, uh, no, me neither. Running a business kind of fucking sucks. I got to be honest with you. Yeah. Like, I wish I could like run this business and not have to deal with any of the paperwork, which which is kind of why I'm having Amy help. Because yeah. I can't. I, I hate it, man. It sucks. It's just like it's so stressful. I don't yeah. even like running my own taxes yeah. with, with just me and yeah. not five contractors. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This year uh, I had the first two months I was just an individual and then I made my LLC in March. So I think that's going to be fun to figure out how that all fits together this year for Yeah, you. it's but it's not it's not going to be as bad as you think, but hopefully not. I mean, yeah, that type of shit's always annoying. That's why yeah. like so we just switched payroll companies. So that's why I was like, you know what? I'm doing the shit in January. Like I'm not going to switch payroll <coughs> companies part way through the year cuz that's going to fuck me up. Yeah. So every invoice that's come in, this actually is related to you. You're not getting paid till mid-February. I'm sorry. Hey, let's go. But, <laughs> but that's okay. That's what I'm talking about. Less headache in that in the long run it's going to be better cuz that's all right. We're all just filing in small claims court. No 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 no, no feelings lost. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Just uh, you know, I might send uh, someone in in my in my spot. I'm not going to show up. I'll send. Uh, Will Chris show up? I might send Chris. I'll show up with a bat. That, oh, that'd be, be kind of fun. I just watched The Godfather, so I'm going to send Chris <laughs> with a fucking bat. I literally did. I just watched The Godfather one I mean, and two. I know you probably haven't seen it. That was before my time. It was way before your time. Yeah. That actually is canon too. For anyone who doesn't know Mike Bliss, he doesn't know literally any pop culture reference. Zero. Zero. And that is and the proud, game and proud. that we that we teased. Remember we teased a game right oh, before? Oh, that it? is a great game. That's the game we're about to play. Chris and I are going to name off some big pop culture things, and we're okay. going to see if Mike Bliss knows them. I'm going to know none of them. All right, Chris, I'll go first to give you some time to think of your, your I, thing. I, I got, I, you got one? Well, okay, I mean, it's, it's a small one. I don't... Okay. Littering and... Littering and... Oh, are these like sayings? Oh, they're just pop culture things. Pop culture references. No, I don't know. What is it? Smoking the reefer. Smoking uh, the reefer from Super Troopers. That's that's that one's yeah, a deep cut, man. There's no way cut. he's gonna get that I, one. I don't even about feel bad this. about knowing about that. Not knowing that one. These snozberries. No. Taste like snozberries. Isn't that that's from that same scene? Is that's it? from Super Troopers? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, if I didn't know the first one, I probably wouldn't know that one. <laughs> do you do you know? Yeah, baby. No. All right. Come on. Yeah, baby. That's from Austin Powers. Austin Powers. Does he that's actually right. say that? I believe he sure. says, yeah, baby. Yeah, I think that's what it is. All right, Mike Bliss, how about this one? How about this, this one? This is making for a very interesting podcast segment where uh -oh. you guys just say things and I say, no, I don't know it. <laughs> well, normally we, just, normally we just say things without a third person saying, I don't know it. So oh, how, okay, cool. how about this one, Mike Bliss? One billion dollars. <laughs> no? Sounds familiar, but I don't know it. Austin Powers. <laughs> <laughs> You got another I, one for him? I, this is the last one. Mike, let's oh, strike out. You strike almost. I don't got I feel one. Under attack. Like, don't don't go. strike out like Chris in baseball. I got one right. I got one right now. Okay. Okay. This one I'm gonna just tell you what it is, and that way maybe you'll you'll it'll, you just gotta recognize it. That's it. Oh boy, okay. The Simpsons monorail episode. I just watched that like last week. Uh, overrated, right? Yeah, it was it it's was overrated. fine. I mean it was fine. It's good. It's just it's just good. Now. That's it. Yeah. Cohen, it's cool that Conan wrote it. That's cool. But Okay, so it's a specific episode. Yeah. Monorail, monorail. Yeah, no. It's based on. I don't even know what that episode is. Oh God, Mike Bliss is just. I just watched the episode, but I don't. I didn't know. I know the Simpsons. I don't know that episode. Mike Bliss is in a world of like. It's crazy right now. He's fallen through this like 
crazy uh, pop culture <laughs> vortex. And he's like, what sometimes, is all this stuff? Sometimes I wonder uh, how I don't know any of these things. Like, do I actually exist? You just have a whole different, but you have a whole dis- different grasp on pop culture, right? Like, does it's, Minnesota have pop culture? Only, only no, in the summer. No. <laughs> <laughs> you got a whole different grasp on it, though. You do have a lot of culture references. They're just all like to things that you like. I feel like I just have very weird, specific things that I know. And the things most people know, I I, I, I don't know them. Like, I don't watch that many movies. Or well, when, were you, when, when were you born? 95. So I feel like that that's just like the beginning of an of the era where like everything is so a la carte and whatever you want you can get wherever you need it like so anything you want you can have at any moment so you can really cater to your own personal tastes there's no over massive shared experiences for everyone yeah and there's so many things you can choose from it's like everyone just can choose their own thing to watch as you said so it's pretty Um, wild i mean but it's, it's kind of a blessing for like uh, for I would say for our industry, it's kind of it's like low key a, a super blessing because it just means that every little niche and every sector will grow and everyone will need you know content or whatever. Yeah, yeah. the so, sheer quantity of of things out there is it's, crazy in terms of you know content and the one thing that blows my mind. I feel like I've brought this up before, but like it's so I watch those uh, NBA 2K videos where like they simulate. <laughs> They simulate like, oh, really? se- yeah, I love those. But they, the guy simulates like seasons and seasons and seasons. He'll like literally the the video will be an hour long video where he'll like take, for example, a rookie Michael Jordan and put him in the current NBA and simulate his entire career and like jump like he'll do a thing called SimCast where like it simulates the game. And if it's close for the last minute, he'll jump in and you'll watch the two computers play each other to see if Michael Jordan comes up with any cool shit. Hmm. I'll sit there for an hour watching those videos. Cause like, that's really interesting to me. Cause that's how I like to play video games. Like that's what I do. I like to simulate a lot and, and like see how the stories play out. That's what's interesting, yeah. you know? And the fact that like a video like that, where it's just a screen cap for one hour can get fucking over 500,000 views within like two yeah. days. I mean, people make whole careers off of specific things like that. It's wild. On YouTube and different different things. It's yeah. wild. I think it's interesting that you watch a simulation because that's how you also play the game. When I watch yeah. video games online, like if it's YouTube or Twitch, I'm usually watching video games that either I won't play or video games where like I'm not going to play them in that way. Like I, yeah. I want those experiences that I'm not going to get otherwise. Yeah. But like, I guess what I'm not going to get from it is like, I'm not going to simulate Charles Barkley's whole career. You know what I mean? Like, that's the difference. Like I, I could, if I wanted to, but, but you've you seen how it shakes out. He already did it. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? I'm not going to, you know, I don't know. Would you watch any video game videos or what, what's your like thing that you consume the most? I mean, mostly besides I mean, water. I know you're a big water guy. Yeah, huge wa- water. Look, he's yeah. got a giant water next to him. Like, I, you think I'm telling lies? No, he's got I a, do. You like got a, a you whole liter hydrated. of water. Maybe it just looks bigger because he's wearing vertical st- or horizontal stripes. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Um, what was the question? Uh, consumption habits on YouTube. Oh yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty boring, but mostly like filmmaking, photography stuff. To be honest, like because that's how I learned everything. So that's most of what i watch because I, I like watching random things to see how people do things differently that's how you learn everything yeah you didn't go to school for anything no 
No. Do you go to school at all? I forgot. He's elementary school still. Uh, yeah, I'm an elementary school grad. Actually. No, but that's that's. I mean, so what do you? What's some of the stuff that you like? Um, Philip Bloom is that a guy? Yeah, I mean, I I know him. Yeah, I mean, my favorite YouTuber is uh, Maddie Hapoya. I don't know if you. Mm. Yeah, I mean, but I think is I'm not in that world. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah. You know? He does. I mean, he does like it's like filmmaking stuff. But he he started off um, with his channel. It was like. Uh, actually based around like travel filmmaking stuff. Then he transitioned it into a lot of tutorials and gear talk. And now it's like more of a, a vlog. Like he brought more of his personal life into it, but it's yeah. still focused around um, like filmmaking and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but I just really like the way he makes the videos. Like most vlogs these days, I get bored of them or I don't watch them anymore, to mm -hmm. be honest. Um, but his one is one that I actually, like I actually look forward to his videos. So, you know what I think is, is kind of crazy. Like this, this is just <laughs> something that I'm kind of coming up with right now. So this might not really mm -hmm. track, but I feel like YouTubers like are to current day pop culture. They're what bands were to like older pop culture. So I, in the sense that I think if you ask everyone, remember, like, I don't know, I guess if you ask everyone what their, if you ask anyone what their favorite band is, like a lot of people will have different answers. They'll be like pretty, you know, some people have different indie bands, people like different, different musical acts. Right. When it comes to YouTubers, I feel like you can ask someone, what's your favorite YouTube channel? And like people will all have very different answers and you'll probably never have heard of their favorite one and, yeah, yeah. and vice versa. You know, like if, like what was his name? Uh, Maddie. Like I'd never heard. I've never heard of his channel. I'm sure it's yeah. gigantic though. It's like and yeah, the guy yeah. I'm talking about his name is Click, right? You you never heard of Click, but no. he's also massive. And like your Zelda shit, I haven't heard of it either. You know, what I'm, saying? <laughs> I'm assuming it's Zelda. I don't yeah. Know. Well, I mean, there's a Minecraft person, Dream. Yeah. There you go. Like yeah, he's got like 10 million followers. That's some, something ridiculous. That's the craziest part is that all of these people are like gigantic and they get mad views but because we just can seek out whatever we want most of us don't know anything other than what we choose to seek right yeah because there's there's a million different options you know even within each thing like if you want to watch like filmmaking videos there's there's too many to watch all of them obviously and it's <laughs> you know? there's so much that it's difficult to find good content sometimes yeah. like there's just so much trash 90 percent of everything on That's there true, is yeah. trash but the ten percent that's good is really good. You just gotta you gotta find it. Yeah, yeah. What, what does that mean for the future of it? Like, is there a bubble, or is it like a, a thing where, you know, maybe w is it is it due to get like purchased or just you know attacked? I guess by big media companies who were like, well, crop out all of the crap like they'll like weed out the, the good things I mean, I and feel take like those you, i mean youtube is owned by google so right. it's already a pretty big company i feel like i mean well, what, what's well what i just mean, mean like, like big media companies instead of big tech companies right like so will you know oh. the i don't know like the sony's of the world i don't know if that's a good example but like warner media like will they come in and just like swoop up big I youtubers think, and try to license them i like, think the platforms like the platform of youtube is already so big and like it's just already there that most of those companies if anything they're going to sponsor those youtubers mm -hmm. they're not going to buy them out like that because yeah. if, if they buy them out then then where are they going to put their videos yeah because i mean i they did the same thing with uh was it twitch I, some competitor to twitch 
paid like Ninja and a couple other other guys millions of dollars to go to their platform. Well, that platform is dead now. Because there's no audience there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, and I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to bring the big names over so that they could grow that platform. But ultimately, it just didn't work out. How do you get people? How do you get an audience to move to a different platform? It doesn't. There's no way you I have mean, to like give them an you incentive. You have to really love that YouTuber or or streamer. Well, you could follow talent. That's one way. But is there any other way? But I f- yeah, I feel like they're product. not gonna. They might follow a specific person if that's the only place they can watch it. But I don't think that's gonna make them use the new platform for anything else. Yeah, you know? but it, it, if you're on that platform seeing that streamer then you have the sidebar that's like oh here's other streamers yeah that's Check true this out. i think i think with youtube as you said though it's so established already that i mean even just the word youtuber that's it, good, yeah, such a lexicon. good point that's like, such a good point like yeah. people want to be youtubers now but if you're on a different platform you're not a youtuber you're a video a person vimeo, or, vimeo vimeoologist yeah i mean i mean vimeo is a good example because vimeo vimeo found their niche yeah, I, they have a good niche, like, um, but it's not. It, it's just very different than than YouTube. Yeah, it's a hundred percent different. It's like it's you know, but I think that's yeah. Who's, that's a good point. Like, did they brand themselves that way because they wanted to be different, or was it because of necessity to stay alive? They were like, "Fuck it, we can't compete. I we need like to pivot." I, yeah. I don't remember Vimeo ever being like YouTube. Like, it, you could have you could always host your videos on there, but it always seemed like it was geared. A towards professionals. Towards professionals. Yeah. yeah. And it was never just like a, you click on the Vimeo homepage if, and it shows you a bunch of different videos. If you, if you ask me about Vimeo's main competitor, I don't think YouTube. I think Frame.io. Same. Yeah. Like, absolutely. And, and I think Frame came out of fucking nowhere and like low key destroyed Vimeo. I know Vimeo has a lot of cool like review tech, but they didn't start developing and, and like shipping that review tech until frame was already like crushing them yeah. in that regard you know what i mean yeah but, but what wasn't vimeo's original purpose to like still in yeah. sharing videos because I, I think when it originally launched yeah i think they had to pivot because I, I think there is still a community of people who watch their videos on vimeo but it's like a specific niche of people it's who, like the artists it's like the people who mm-hmm. appreciate the art of filmmaking and and they're you know it's, it's like very specific videos it's like if that are we, on if there. If we take it to the music metaphor, it's like the people who are like, I don't use Spotify. I only listen to cassette tapes. Like that's the Vimeo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're not seeing any like DIY crafts or, yeah. or five, five minute crafts. Exactly. Or like the little people making mini food in the mini kitchen. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But, for but for I, a little actually, hamster. Yeah. yeah. For the hamster. Chris knows. <laughs> that's number two on Chris's list. Zelda and hamsters. You know. Most watched videos. Yeah. And then like knee, knee brace recommendations. <laughs> <laughs> I get this from Amazon. You think YouTube should get like get the axe get busted up somehow like because you know everyone's always like oh there's no competitor and now it's impossible (laughs) to even build a competitor um i mean as long as it is staying the platform it is i think it's great i I don't know i think there should be a competitor i mean what like i think in general that's true but what would i guess i'm just curious just thinking about now what would the competitor drive them to do differently like i think the platform right now is really good so unless something happened to to change that I don't know what 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 they would need to change, you know. Yeah, I don't I I don't think that there's anything. I guess they would have to curate their content, like just make sure that everything they put out is good. Like just get actually great YouTubers, not just random people. But but in my opinion, the reason it's so good is that anyone can can try it. That's true. Because a lot of people that are good started off making horrendous videos. So if they weren't even allowed to do that at the start, 
and get four views a, a week or that's, whatever. That's such a good point. Then like, like it's, 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 it really is an open platform that anyone can put videos up. And if you get good at it, you can get an audience on it. Do you think YouTube's competitor, right? And like, if I said competitor for YouTube, right? Is it Facebook or is it no. TikTok or is it HBO, HBO Max? Like what is I think is it YouTube's occupies its own space. Yeah. I, I, I don't think it has a competitor that's because it's, it's long form video that you can build an audience on all the other social media apps, TikTok, whatever it's, it's short form. Facebook and Instagram tried to do it with long form, but I don't think anyone really watches long form on there. I know I don't no. like IGTV, Facebook watch. I don't yeah, watch don't, any of those. I don't either. So what, what's, um, <clears throat> what's China's like version of YouTube? Cause you know how, like, I guess China doesn't, they don't allow Google. Right. So yeah. they have their own versions of, of different stuff. I don't know. I, I literally am so I should be more well-versed in, in Chinese like tech, but I'm not, but I know they have like Baidu and stuff like that. I don't know what Baidu exactly is. I know they have Tencent and they have a, a lot of companies, but do they have a YouTube competitor is my question, because that to me seems the most natural place to introduce a YouTube competitor to the ecosystem. Yeah. However, I, geopolitics I, I guess, probably don't allow that, you know? Yeah. I, I guess my big question is, as a competitor to YouTube, you're, if someone someone's looking to do that, what are they doing differently? I don't think that they necessarily will be doing anything differently in their tech. I think they'll be doing things differently in their approaches to marketing and and like where they really focus their marketing. Right. So. Mm. You know, company or not companies, Jesus Christ. The fact that I confuse countries and companies all the time, <laughs> that has got to be some sort of capitalist mind fuck. Yeah. <laughs> but like the the countries that are big into web culture, right? So your China's, your Russia's, your Brazil's, your upcoming countries like India who are like about to really completely get online and modernize and are modernizing at incredible rates. It's about tapping into those countries, in my opinion, because like, yeah, YouTube is dominant. That's that's a given. But like, say the Chinese version of YouTube, right, whoever they may be, what if they tap into like the Indian market and what if they tap into Russia or Brazil or somewhere and they already have China built in? Suddenly that that's a, a pretty good competitor. Yeah. But I just yeah. again, I'm just I literally don't know the details. Like, I don't, I don't know who right. they are. I'm just I think that it's like it would be good to have a, another you know, place. Yeah. But I, I just feel like it's so well established. Like all the other apps, you can come up with new things like TikTok, for example, they, they had a, they have a sort of a new concept, but with YouTube, I think it'd be great. I just don't know what that is. And if it's not anything that new, even if you're re reaching new markets, I don't know how it's going to catch on. It's hard to turn you know? it. It's hard to do anything with it because it's already such a such a megalith. Or and, and it has 15 years worth of content already on it. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I can go back to 2005 and find a video of me in a fight club at high school. That's right. That's crazy. I, I remember that. Chris, that, Chris beat this If there was up, a video a version club. of this podcast, we put that on screen if right now. If there was a video what? version of the race Absolutely. at halftime, I would put that up. You oh. know, the race where Chris <laughs> got hit by a car. Apparently. Bonus content. I was wondering why your leg was all crooked in that yeah, direction. Yeah. <laughs> that was the car thing. What really hurts though is my ego. The joke that Oof. takes 25 minutes to pay off. <laughs> um, what about a version of YouTube but that did a better job of directly paying people? I That'd would be love for compensation and payment methods in digital media and tech to 
actually be distributed properly. Yeah. My biggest fucking qualm with all that isn't even related to like what we do. It's related to like data usage and privacy. I think that it's fucked up that like Facebook and, and Twitter and any tech companies, like any platform that you sign up for, they can just scour your whole entire internet life and just like pull all the data they want from it oh, yeah. all, to all build the cookies, their models. all the trackers yeah it's messed up yeah, man it's information's like, free for them because you said yeah why not you got to have micro payments man you got to have microtransactions the eu i will give them credit for that cook the cookie stuff that they implemented last year or whatever that that's cool yeah actually but, when i when i was in ireland I, I i noticed that every single web page that pulled up there was a thing that that popped up that you could select your preferences and stuff yep. which was honestly a little annoying, but also kind of good, I guess. It's very cool. So, that yeah. makes a lot of sense, though, for like as far as building a competitor to YouTube, we we're looking at it the wrong way. We we're looking at it from the consumer standpoint, but you got to look at it from the content creator standpoint. Because yeah. yeah. the, the, the way the platform works with people making videos and people watching it is great. But you look at the uh, YouTubers, most of them make the bulk of their money doing ads or doing other things. You know, they're not making a full time income from from uh from adsense yeah. or anything donate you know, to my patreon you know what patreon, yeah exactly like what if there was a way to build it all together maybe somehow? patreon's the actual competitor to youtube and we don't even know it yet because in patreon you can communicate with the other people like so i i've subscribed to two patreons one of them is the doughboys uh the doughboys double the okay it's a it's a podcast about uh chain restaurants and um uh, they have they also have a discord and on that disc they have like a, a real community that like that interacts and, and talks and reviews what's, stuff. what's uh like what what is uh discord like i i obviously i've heard people say it but I, I don't actually know what it is to be a, honest that's a chris question i feel like it's more i feel like it's just a just a like place a, to talk a, a chat room and yeah, they have video chat i don't know it's, i mean that's basically it i mean i don't spend a whole lot of time on discord but it it's mostly like a chat room for specific groups like whether okay, you're a fan so, of a certain yeah. team or a certain show like it's kind of a free-for-all there aren't really like posts or anything it's just people typing like it's, okay. it's, it's like a like a whatsapp but with maybe it's people like from slack all of, kind of it's too, kind right? of like slack yeah hmm. that, it's like an fair. irc yeah that's yeah absolutely that's yeah. a fucking yeah, yeah. way before your time mike bliss <laughs> yeah irc it is, is a, like irc irc is a thing where you could log on and randomly chat with uh, a bunch of people all over the world and all you did was chat yeah i used to be in a uh, an eiffel 65 chat room i'd go to all the time every every yeah. night when i was nine years old that's <laughs> that's a thing to do yeah i have no idea what you guys are talking about eiffel 65 had a song called i'm blue da ba dee da ba da and oh. that's how it went that's yeah, I, know, I, I know that song you know a reference you yeah. know that song <laughs> like ding, ding. do you know Mike mama number five thank you very much that's it mama what? number five you know mama number five mm, possibly a little mm. bit of yeah yeah yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know Mike, barbie girl Yes. All right, you know something, Mike Bliss. So now we're starting to That's learn that his, we're learning that his cutoff is about ninety nine. Because I said <laughs> I said the monorail episode, he didn't get that. Awesome powers didn't get that. No. But the ninety nine is when he really so, started. Something well, clicked no. when yes. I was four years old. Something clicked, Mike Bliss. Dude, I, I remembered what I wanted to say earlier. It's about so you brought up TikTok, right? And that that's an interesting segue. Before it was TikTok, it was Musically. And when it was musically, yeah. you had, didn't you have like a profile on there or whatever? So you were with TikTok since day one, since it started. Yeah. And you actually gathered up like a pretty decent amount of followers on there, which I I, th I think is, is impressive at the time was impressive. Now with TikTok's weird algorithm, I feel like everyone just 
cranks up followers all the time. Yeah. But yeah. like you did, it was just so were you lip syncing and stuff? No, no, okay. no, 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 no. He was doing Barbie Girl. Okay. Yeah, I, I, that's actually how I know Barbie Girl. Uh, no, I, I was doing like the freestyle soccer videos on it. Damn, I didn't realize it musically was anything except for that. Well, I think that. that's kind of why it works because I just didn't really care that that's what people were using for, and I put the soccer stuff on it, and then it just it people started watching it and being like, "What is this?" Because music musically. It's, it was the same concept as TikTok. You film a video and you pick a song. So I just picked the song and did freestyle soccer Damn. stuff to it. You're an innovator. Yeah, you, well, I, I mean, you, you I, knew you knew what, what TikTok was going to be before it became TikTok. Well, I mean, th- th- there was like there was other people doing it. Like the reason I did it is because I saw other freestylers on there taking advantage of it. Like there was one freestyler who went on and had like a million followers in a couple of weeks. So I was like, oh shoot, like that's I, wild. Yeah, Mike Bliss is a disruptor, dude. A disruptor. He disrupted the whole industry. Yeah. He's yeah. an innovator, man. Okay, here's one thing though that has been that I've been thinking about recently with all these things is that there's like too many places to put the content now. Yes. Yeah. Hundred percent I agree. I, I don't know. But I, there, you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube, man. That's how it is. That shit's stuck. Yeah. I, I mean, I think it's it, it makes sense because all the companies are basically copying each other, sort of. Like they all have stories i mean there's youtube stories or whatever like yeah. you can but the thing is like with all of the apps and tiktok and this it's like it's almost just exhausting to try to put stuff on all of them so anytime you want to follow a brand you got to open six different apps yeah. yeah it sucks there's no way to follow them everywhere and i i honestly don't think that there's any way to consolidate those platforms because yeah i i mean they each serve their own purpose i'm just saying as someone who's trying to make stuff on them right no i feel you it sucks because it almost is like if i take a great photo somewhere i'm like cool this is gonna work really well for instagram but then i'm like oh should i make a photo set and put it on twitter and then oh i should do stories when i'm on instagram when i'm here and then oh i should make this thing for TikTok about mm-hmm. like this and then oh I should make an Instagram reel but then oh yeah well I'm almost done with the YouTube video it's like it's just it's, it's crazy you know it's impossible it's, it's impossible yeah. but so. that's why I, I don't think that it's necessary to really go across all the platforms I think if you just lean into one and focus on it that's what matters you know I don't yeah. think growth across the platforms is ever gonna it's never going to work. Like, yeah, you could look at any I would argue you could look at any big brand and they'll all have a and that can, I'm not saying just brand in terms of like companies. I'm saying like literally creators, whatever. Anyone who can brand themselves, they'll all have a platform that they focus on, and then the other ones are just like second thoughts. You know? What yeah, I mean? it's just kind of there to reach out to to everyone. Yeah, yeah, I feel like some people are some companies and brands are like, yeah, our thing is Twitter. That's where we're really followed, and we'll we'll like put shoulder content on it on Instagram and TikTok or whatever. But like our thing is Twitter. You know? Yeah. Like. I don't know. I I personally hate doing all of it, so I try not to put anything anywhere except this podcast. Yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I like doing it, but even even with that, just repurposing it in so many different places is just kind of exhausting. Like, I just don't want to. It's, it's the same thing with editing. Like when they ask for all the fucking deliverables, yeah. and they're like, "Cool, we need like yeah. all these different deliverables." That's, that's, like, that's what it turns into. It takes this thing that's fun, and then. I do it and I make something that I'm proud of, whether it's a photo or a video or whatever. And then it like 
turning it into different versions for all of these places, that's when it starts feeling like work. Cause I'm yeah. like, oh, I need to reformat it, you know, five times for all these different things. Yeah. You know? And you're, so. you're shoehorning it into like to, to fit a platform that it wasn't originally intended to. So the product ultimately isn't as good. Yeah, exactly. The vision that you wanted. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it probably is better to just like not do that and just only put it in the places you want to. But I, I feel like there's almost this pressure of like, just, just put it everywhere and see what happens. But if you had to delete all of every single social media thing out of your life, except for one, and I'm talking like, you can't even look at it. It's not that you just delete your own profile. It completely vanishes. Which one would you keep? You, you'll have to lose all the other ones. Uh, are we including YouTube? Yeah, let's include YouTube. Yeah. Oh man. If we're including YouTube, I'm going with YouTube. Yeah. I would say, I think we include YouTube because it has a social element comments right yeah that's it's it's tough i was saying i'm talking either, like discord and everything everything like literally all of yeah them. aim aim yeah chris aim aim <laughs> they, should, they should aim down <laughs> no, fuck aim yeah. myspace no but steam like i'm saying literally anything with the social element where you can communicate yeah i use reddit a lot reddit it counts so like if you lost you if you picked youtube you there was no more going on reddit i don't use youtube for any social element though like i think i've commented on two videos ever and one of them was coffee boys maybe that's what makes <laughs> youtube so good is that it's so strong is that it, like it's got such a, a pat like a, a a user base full of lurkers you know like because I, I lurk i lurk too i've i've i don't yeah. comment on things i lurk for me i would i would probably keep I'd probably have to keep YouTube as well. I think it's got to be YouTube for me. It's like the the best of, of everything. It's yeah. the most I, I, I would either keep YouTube or Instagram. I would keep YouTube. The only reason I would keep Instagram is I do like the photography side of it. Like yeah. specifically seeing other people's photography and posting my own. But other than that, definitely YouTube between all of them. Instagram fucking like dude they fucked up such a good thing yeah like, yeah facebook fucked instagram up so bad it used yeah. to be really amazing it used to be it's so terrible cool. now. Yeah. and then they like literally they turned it from like a place to showcase photography into another online <clears throat> web app like a web shopping app yeah it's like now it's just shopping literally it's, the whole thing is fucking shopping it's, it's incredible like, God damn like it. i don't really because i have ad blockers on on pretty much everything yeah the one app that ads always get through is Instagram and it's like every third post is an ad for sneakers or well like, not, not to mention they put the shopping tab where the likes used to be so everyone clicks that oh yeah I forgot about that controversy yeah maybe I yeah. should tell Vince to just like to kill our to kill our Instagram page because Vince is Vince is launching uh, you know this is also uh podcast canon is that since like episode four I've been talking about how we're we're about to launch an Instagram channel yeah yeah we still haven't but maybe it's too late. Maybe I should say, Vince, don't even launch the Instagram. Have Doesn't we matter. tweeted yet? Have we done? Well, let's do a Discord. Let's, let's do, do a Discord. Let's do a Discord. That, that's I'm actually tell, cool because you, you can communicate with anyone who listens to our podcast I'm, pretty I'm, much immediately. I'm going to tell Vince that tomorrow. I'm going to text him right after this podcast. I'm going to tell him, Vince, we're doing a Shishkin Productions Discord. So we used to say, follow us on... Actually, we can still... Well, Sizzle Real Gang, should we do a Discord for that too? Yeah, why not? Ask Sizzle Real Gang. Maybe that's what we'll do then. Mike Bliss, let's let the... Before we, before we wrap up, get, you know, plug plug what you got. What do you got going on? <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I guess the only thing to plug is just my own social media stuff. Um, I do like travel photography, 
travel video type where, stuff. Where, where, where is it? Where can they find it? Um, so I, I, and when I say they, I mean, Matt King and Trey are two listeners. Where can <laughs> uh, they, hello guys. <laughs> where can they find this stuff? Um, they can find it at Michael D bliss. Uh, Pretty much everywhere is the same username. What's your middle name? D. No. Let me guess. Let me guess. Let me guess before you say it. I'm going to say D'Angelo. <laughs> yes. David? Damn. Uh, yeah, actually, it is David. Okay. That, that, that was a good, yeah, good guess. Michael D'Angelo Bliss. I was going to call him D'Angelo <laughs> David. D'Angelo David. So what? Michael D. Bliss on uh, everything. TikTok, yeah, all that? Yeah, I mean, slash Michael D. Bliss everywhere. It's, I have all the same usernames for all of them, yeah. That is a great get. Branding, you know? I like that. Good for you. Because Shishkin, oh, I made a Shishkin Productions <laughs> Twitter. You did? That's in the news. You know, oh. the local news, our wow. local bulletin board is in the office. Me. I thought I saw that in the paper this morning. I did, yeah, they're writing about it, dude. It's uh, it's Shishkin Prod because Shishkin Productions is too long. Oh, really? Yeah. Why does Twitter have character limits? No one knows. That's it's like crazy. A, it's like it's like Chris's name, man. On legal forms, I believe they call uh, him yeah. Christophe. I'm Christophe. Wow. <laughs> there's no room for the R. You know, you know yeah. that song. Uh, <laughs> This is this is a reference you'll never get. You oh know boy. that song, uh, "Cute Without the E." Yeah, cut from, cut the, from team. the team. We'll yeah. Taking Back Sunday. Taking Back Sunday. Christopher without the R. Christopher. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yo, C- Christopher without the R. Cut from the video. <laughs> That's that is a Damn, reference for uh, all of our Taking Back Sunday fans out there. Long Island represent. Oh jeez. Oh Jesus. <laughs> um, Mike Bliss, thank you seriously for coming on. It's, yeah, no, uh, it's thanks for having me. This was well, my first podcast, so I you did a great it. job. You did a great job. Yeah, you did a better job than me. Well, ever since producer Germ left, you know. I've been feeling a bit lost since he left. Producer Germ Germ left us to try to ride the levels over here. And we're 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 in a vortex. Classic. We're lost. Yeah. All right, guys. Follow us at uh what is it, Chris? At Sizzle Real Gang. Uh On uh Twitter. Twitter and Instagram. And Instagram. And then on TikTok. uh, Shishkin Productions. Right. Shishkin Productions. You guys should put this on YouTube too. We should. We're gonna put it on YouTube. A video of the podcast. It's too much work. It's gonna people are gonna react too differently. If you put a video, like it takes a second to warm up and get going, and even then, like, can you imagine if you came in here and there was a camera, like everything would be so different. Oh, you mean for the people on it, it would put them off? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What if we just I, I have a so. camera on the ceiling looking like surveil the them eye? without their knowledge? <laughs> I, I was I was just saying it because sometimes I like watching the podcast on on YouTube. Maybe for we'll example. just put the podcast. Maybe we can just put the audio up with the logo. podcast. Podcast, yo, podcast. We need a podcast. I mean, I, I mean, if you're not gonna do a video, I don't think it really matters. Yeah, there's no need. Yeah, yeah. yeah see, we're gonna take we're gonna take it slow. We're gonna see what yeah, happens. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna wait for Matt and Trey to request that <laughs> they put it on YouTube. You know, direct but feedback. We, you know what? Listeners. We will get the Discord going. That is one thing that we will actually do. We should do kinetic typography for the entire show and put it on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get it on Fiverr. We'll get someone to do it on Fiverr. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Buzz, buzz.